this is called Saving Some Souls by It's underscore Truly underscore Ineffable. Okay. And uh, this is recent, so there is chance it will... Uh, this is... Yeah, this is recent, so uh, the summary is basically oh Zerofell <laughs> becomes a roadman. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> the characters are Aziraphale, original characters, and that one North, North Face, Face jacket. jacket. <laughs> oh, my God. Aziraphale, no. <laughs> no Don't Baker. become a roadman. Stop selling angel dust on the street. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose we could do a shout out to um you know how there's that meme of like people finding excuses to get out of D D? No. The Tom Scott I think, one. I think the algorithm's just aimed at you, mate. Yeah, there's the yeah, there's that Tom Scott clip of like, oh, when you ask players where they are and it's him just being like, I'm at the Large Hadron Collider, I'm in Hull and all this sort of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well we had one Friday with one of our players just said, I've given birth. Uh, a picture of her daughter. Like, oh, fantastic. <laughs> I mean, as excuses go, that's a reason. It's a great one. So, uh, that's no congratulations. Excuse. Bring her along. We'll <laughs> roll her a character. <laughs> I was very tempted to say just that, to be fair. But, I mean. <laughs> I mean you can always have another baby, can't you? I mean, this is her second, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> But completely understandable. Mm. So yeah, congrats, Anna. If on the off chance you listen, please say they don't. I've got to look these people in the eye when I come down to visit you. <laughs> I... <laughs> what? No, knowing that she's a mother will put that off. No, like knowing that she <laughs> listens to this podcast. Oh right. <laughs> Your girlfriend listens to this podcast, and you still look her in the eye. Well, yeah, this is true, but um, she sort of knows there's any wackiness. Oh, that's true. I mean, he did yeah. literally say like half an hour ago, "I've lost, I'm lost in her vagina forever," <laughs> or something like. That's oh, very true. I've been called in by her gravitational pull, or something <laughs> shit like that. It's just absolute lunacy. For anyone not listening to um, Fanfix and Chill on our other show, you where should the listen fuck to Fanfix. First of all, where the fuck are you? I know some of, I know a fair few don't because we get a big. We have more listeners over here than on Fanfix and Chill. And that is a travesty, because this last Fanfix and Chill was fantastic. Oh, it was. Um, you may want to take a break halfway through for sanity reasons, but yeah. Oh, yeah. That that broke me. I thought I'd seen everything. And I I was wrong. <laughs> it came so... in strong with a fanfiction within a fanfiction, and then it just kept oh, on getting yeah. wild from there. Like, <sighs> Freddy Fazbear and Winnie the Pooh should not have should not have any scenes together at all he's packing 11 inches yeah That's actually my i was arm. grace can i use that arm in the thumbnail <laughs> no no okay that that's fine no we're not going to dox grace's arm maybe i ah what if i pixelate the arm and leave the tape measure no alone? that's so much worse <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got a night of Ming measuring my pixelated whatever it is. <laughs> Grace is 11 incher. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Pepper, no, no, no. So Grace is currently be- being assaulted by her cat because 
Grace foolishly brought chicken into the recording studio. I'm hungry. It's my dinner. It's uh, her dinner. It's our dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it's our dinner. <laughs> Pepper serves the Soviet Union. It's not your chicken, it's our chicken. <laughs> oh, no. She sure does. Alright, comrade, are you ready for another bit? Yeah, alright, come on. Get away from me. <laughs> there you are. Uh, so I was up in Hull visiting over the weekend. You were, yeah. Uh, we went to go see fireworks. We absolutely ruined someone's car. <laughs> oh, did you throw a fork through it or something? I showed you the pictures, right? Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't that bad. He's just being an office worker. So <laughs> It wasn't ruined. It was just caked in mud. I wasn't there for that sort of particular, uh, you know, particular event. Mm-hmm. But we have a group chat, which we're sort of talking. The person whose car's at car it was, like, posted the picture the next morning, and I felt the need to message and go, what the fuck have you done? Did you put it in a ditch? Yeah, and it's not far from the truth, because due to poor planning, we ended up in a field. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, his car was better equipped to deal with it than, than mine, because his has bigger wheels. But Now, I, uh, do you know what? I reckon my Yaris wouldn't have got stuck. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it doesn't weigh anything and it's got tiny wheels. Okay, so we've got a challenge for next year. Yeah, but yes. you'd have had people in it that have weighed it down. Ah, we got out. Yeah. When we when we realised how stuck everything was, we were like, let's let's get out. Let, and then uh, me and two of the guys pushed. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun one. And then Sunday, more importantly, Sunday, we watched Face Off. Oh, we did. It oh, was... fucking hell. I've not seen <laughs> Face Off until so that last Sunday. What a film. What a fantastic film. Just, yeah, Nick Cage and then John Travolta chewing the fucking scenery. Both bringing magic. their A-game. Yeah. And I hate to be an old man, but they don't make action films like they used to. No, they don't. No, they don't. Like, that was... And they should. Like This is the problem with everything nowadays. It's too self-aware. Mm. You know. Yeah, that that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, because thinking about it, John Wick is held up as like quite a um, as like a top tier action movie. I don't think it's as good as Face Off, mm. and I think the reason for that is no one jumps through the air, firing a gun in slow motion. In that true John Woo style, with like a full, like they don't commit to how campy it is in no. John Wick. You say 100%. that, but I just saw a I saw a clip of Vikings where a guy there's a, like a clamor, right? All these Vikings are fighting each other. They've all got axes and shit. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're all tunicked up. And then this guy, shirtless, with an axe, jumps over all of them oh, and hits this other it. guy. And I was just like, <laughs> when was this made? Like, last year. I was like, oh my god. Old Fantastic. cinema is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that's the moral of the story, is... Don't half-ass it. Don't don't be snarky and self-aware. Like you can you can still make quips, but you've you've got to commit to it. Artistic license also applies for films. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. And just show us somebody diving through the air, firing two guns. Yeah. It's just brilliant. <laughs> or cut someone's face off and put it on another person. <laughs> it was that that movie was just ridiculous. Oh, the best I way. think. I think I was the younger side of a preteen when I first saw that. <laughs> that must have left an impression on you. Fucking horrific. I was just like, I didn't know who Nick Cage was. At I didn't know he was a meme. <laughs> I, just, I just saw horrific practical effects and I thought, oh my god. 
This is horrible. But you liked it. No, I turned it off and had nightmares oh, no. for a week. Oh, you've not seen the end? No, I've not seen the end. There's a speedboat chase. Yeah. No action film is complete without one. Yeah, and they bang I, each other's wives. I thought it was going to be a horror movie, so I turned it off. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Grace, we, we've got to watch Face Off the whole way through. Well, well I, I, want to, I still want time to recover. It's been 20 years and I need an extra few. How far did you get? Do you... What's the last thing you remember from Face Off? Okay, I remember this guy's face being peeled off. I remember okay. I remember this guy taking off his bandages and uh, okay. just having his no eyelids and then smoking yes. a cigarette. And I was just like, <laughs> I've got to turn this off. The th- the that was a good though. scene. I remember that. <laughs> the thing is, though, it wasn't like... Um, it was, there wasn't like this super advanced like prosthetic or CGI or anything like that. No. It's just Nick Cage covered in marinara sauce. It really it's is. Yeah. hilarious. And He's just got jab all over shit. his face. Yeah. Scared the shit out of me. See, and that's further proof. You don't need fancy practical effects budgets. No. You just need Nick Cage covered in jam. <laughs> if you he commit no to it enough. Eyelids. He had no eyelids. If you're a good enough cameraman, you can make it work. Yeah. Oh. Or good enough director or editor, I should say. Like. Ant-Man 3 was the last Marvel film Grayson I saw, I believe. And it had some pretty not very scary monsters in yeah. it. That probably cost a thousand times more than the amount of... Galaxy? Okay, yeah. That's a different example, because that film was fucking terrifying. <laughs> but, so... <laughs> Fair point. So you, you chose the one that didn't have the very scary monsters for your point. Yeah, well, that's, I was trying to say that with all that budget... Um, it's just not as scary as, or as effective as Nick Cage covered in jam. Right. <laughs> However, Guardians of the Galaxy was fucking terrifying. Do not watch that with children. Ugh. Oh, okay. The parents that, were crying. The children were. Shushing I was them. crying. The yeah. children were sh- crying, and the parents were shushing them. Like it was, it was a yeah. cinema of misery. James Gunn got his revenge. <laughs> that was a dark film. <laughs> like darker than you'd expect from Guardians of the Galaxy and Chris Pratt having wacky space adventures. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, it's just body horror. The first two are. Third one's all in on body horror. Oh. And I think it references Face Off, you know? Does it? Yeah, I'm sure there's discussion of Face Off in it, because the main villain has his face sewn onto his face. Um, Yeah, but Rocket Raccoon wasn't wearing his face after they'd swapped it or anything. That's true. It's a bit of a stretch, mate. I just thought it was a quip. I don't know. I'm trying to come full circle. Right. But it's fine. Point is, to reiterate what we were saying at the start of Fanfics and Chill, which everyone should go and watch. Listen to. Disney, don't give Doctor Who more money. No, yeah. absolutely give, not. Give them less money. Yeah. Just give them um, give them the, the keys to a craft shop. And, yeah. A, I don't know, a cardboard box factory. And yeah. The beloved British chain of stores called Wilco's shut this year. Mm. Oh, they're going to have to get their arse down B&Q then. Yeah, I was going to say, just give them access to all of Wilco's old stock. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you build the next generation of Doctor Who monsters. Yeah, if the robots aren't made out of plastic cups and shit, I don't mm. fucking know. I mean, even thinking about it, even the new Who modern monsters are the ones that are the lowest of budget. Mm. Yeah. Like the iconic ones. There's, again, all Stephen Moffat. There's the statues. 
which yeah probably just got up b and q um um they got actors oh yeah they okay they got some actors and some like gray paint <laughs> you, you see where i'm going with this yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. um the shadows that there wasn't even anything there that was just <laughs> it was just a shadow decent <laughs> shadow work yeah just a shadow uh, a lot of jump cuts yeah um <laughs> the the silence are just kind of it's it's just a halloween mask i always thought that the si- the, the silence was a slightly modified ood yeah, it probably it was. Probably so was. I, I feel sorry for the special, not the special effects department, but yeah, someone, the costume department, who have probably spent hours painting those masks on. Yeah, I, and like, oh, it's just a Halloween mask. They're just like, fuck you. I'm, fuck you. Apologies to the... I'm, what I'm trying to say is they, they do their best work with the lowest budget, is yeah. where I'm trying to go with this. It requires a lot of budget hiring those people. It requires a lot of talent, effects. which is what they have. Yeah. But, yes. but more budget doesn't necessarily equal more quality. What we're saying is, fuck uh, animation a little bit. Rely on it less. Yes, Go go back to practical effects. Yeah. Fuck (laughs) them. We're we're really stumbling our feet over this one. Yeah. We we love all artists, don't get me wrong. But sometimes less is more, especially when it comes to budget. Yes, 100%. Uh... Anything else we want to say? Because this is a good tangent into our topic. Uh, I think we're pretty much there. We can continue bantering. Okay. As you may know, because you're here listening to us, it's the Doctor Who 60th anniversary as we're doing this. Obviously, we've already covered Doctor Who this year. Yep. We don't really want to do it a third time. And that's why this episode is its very special. It's our first real person fix. We're talking about Jenna Coleman. No. Fuck no, fucking no, no, we're not fucking not, no, absolutely not, no fucking way, go die in a hole, we're not going to, it's too much, that stupid bitch, no, absolutely not, we're doing something else, we're doing something else, I'm not doing it, I'm not going to be here for this, I'm going to quit, I'm sick of your shit, I'm fucking, I swear to God, wait, Nick, 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 Fucking kill him. Kill him. Just fucking do something. Stop this man. I'm had enough. No, fuck it. I'm getting in the car. Right, I'm going to kill him myself. Fuck it. I'm off. See you later. <laughs> okay, so we, we've ha- we've had a talk. A lot of things were said. Some of it constructive. Um, some of it I'll take to my therapist later. Um, we're doing good omens. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I think that's wise. <laughs> yeah. Still talking about David Tennant, just in a slightly different field. Yeah, not... I say slightly different, I mean... I mean, is... James is currently in a field with a gun on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Grace. Once I'd driven all the way to Cambridge, uh, where Grace <laughs> was uh, sat in a field on the outskirts... With James tied to a chair, reading him the uh, the last rites. Mm-hmm. I don't even smoke, but I was smoking a cigarette <laughs> to make myself look extra menacing. And then I put it out on his... I face. imagine it's like a candy one. <laughs> 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 but you still tried... Burnt sugar, fairly painful. Yeah. Also, on the other hand, you, uh, did anyone else used to do that thing where you would, like, suck it into a spike and then, like, jab each other? No. No, no we didn't. Ah, your loss. 
it, it was like a good shank. It was like solid hard candy. You just like turned into a little little uh, sugaricle, and yeah, you just like stab each other with it. No, I just growing used up to eat with them. brothers. <laughs> I just used ah. to eat them. <laughs> Pretend that you're smoking and you're all cool. Then when you get bored, you just eat them. You turn it into a shank. <laughs> So it's a bitch-eat-bitch world down in the south. (laughs) (laughs) If you've ever had this experience, why not write in to thefanshippingforecast at gmail.com? Okay, so... So on to our actual topic of the day. (laughs) We've now all seen Good Omens, and the writer strikes over so we can talk about Good Omens. Oh boy, yeah. What a fucking ending. Okay, actually, before we do that, needless to say, spoilers for season two. This is your last port of call. Yeah. Uh, if if you're not seeing it, what are you doing? Um, maybe pause this and what? It's like five episodes. You you can do it and then come back to listen to us. We will be here when you get back. Cool. Last port of call. Okay. What a fucking ending. Um, I immediately grew to love uh, Beelzebub and Gabriel. Yes. They're so damn cute. Like, oh, I loved watching their little dates. Oh, it was. 10 out of 10. It was just like the nice but dim corporate guy finally getting a little bit of edge oh, in his life. Yeah. The manic pixie dream girl of his dreams. <laughs> Transforming him into the himbo. Mm-hmm. He, she's a softie. Oh, she is. is it- himbo meets soft goth. Yeah. It's What more do you want in life? I tell you what I'd like more of in life. Is it a satisfying ending for, <laughs> for Crowley and Aziraphale? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say sentient Bentley, which, of course, the show <laughs> confirmed yes. But, yeah. Did it? I, I, I would say so. I know it was, a, I know it was You've ambiguous. You've overread but... into this. I think no more so than season one, I would personally say. I know it was ambiguous, but, like, it was leaning towards the Bentley being sentient, I felt. I don't think we got any more of that than from what season one, but I'm not that focused on the Bentley, so I will. If that makes you happy, sentient Bentley. No, that's absolutely fine. Can we just keep talking about it so we don't have to talk about the proper ending? No. (laughs) I've seen a surprising amount of hate towards Derek Jacoby since that aired, incidentally. Who's Derek Jacoby? The man who plays Metatron. Yeah. Oh. Oh. He the guy who showed all up. All he did was offer him a job. Yeah. It was Michael Sheen. I mean, Aziraphale that said yes. <laughs> yeah, this no, this was my point. I really got pissed off with Aziraphale. Mm. I don't know. So, Neil Gaiman wrote him <laughs> as adorable, but very intelligent. And all throughout good, that season of Good Omens, I did get the feeling that... Aziraphale was sort of, sort of knew that God was a bit of an arsehole or had grander designs and wasn't going to argue with them because he was clever enough to know not to, mm-hmm. yeah. while the devils were not. Yeah, and Crowley so part wasn't. of me is thinking that I, uh, even though Aziraphale likes to do the good thing, he there he is sort of burdened with his intelligence a little bit, and maybe that makes him slightly more sinister than people give him credit to because of his fluffy exterior. I'm not saying he's like a bad guy, I'm just saying that there's like a intellectual depth there that gets You think he's more manipulative than the fandom gives him credit? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he definitely 
thinks he can run things better. That's for and, like, sure. He can predict like what Crowley's going to do. Like there was a bit where he said, um, "Yeah, I'm going to let Crowley save me because he loves it when he does that." I know that he loves to save me and mm. shit like that. So he's like, I don't know. Oh, I'd, man. I'd, mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think this fandom could recover from villain Aziraphale arc. Oh, oh I fucking couldn't. That's why I don't like thinking about it. Yeah. Like, if, if he has a full-on heel turn and is, like, the main bad of season three... Yeah, like, be- big, Gabriel times Big bad ten. corpo. Yeah. yeah. Like, he just becomes exactly like Gabriel for the rest of the show. Oh, I I don't think... Neil, reconsider if that's your plan. <laughs> you saw what the Sherlock fandom did. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll go further. You, you saw what the Supernatural fandom ended up as. Like, yep. that's... We're sitting on gunpowder here. <laughs> we are on the brink of disaster. Mm. Give the... the women what they want. <laughs> Give everyone what they want. The, the fandom doomsday <laughs> clock is at two minutes to midnight. Yeah. And only you can bring it back from the brink. The brink. As, <laughs> as a side note, did you notice that he, they did the reverse of the supernatural ending? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they came out as gay and then he was sent to Turbo Heaven. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the same ending, he was just sent upwards. Angel comes out, instead of going to Turbo Hell, goes up to Turbo Heaven. Yeah. Devil comes out, Angel goes to Turbo yeah, Heaven. Yeah, it's... <laughs> if that was intentional, masterfully done. Yeah. In fact, this is actually the three-year anniversary of um, of that Supernatural ending. Oh, really? I think it was last weekend, actually. Are people, like, posting, like, black banners on their... Yeah, more or less. Tweets and stuff, Tumblr posts. Yeah. I don't think we ever talked about it on the show, so I'm just going to let you guys know what happened on... Because I'm, I'm more online than you guys, so you may have missed this. It was the... It happened on the 2020 election. Mm. Was the ending of Supernatural. Okay. You know how Twitter has lists of trending things? Did it eclipse... It eclipsed Trump <laughs> losing the election, yes. <laughs> like, another... Like... There were more people upset about Supernatural ending and doing the turbo hell well, than there were... Than, yeah. there were than, than there were people being elated and or disappointed that Trump had lost. Yes. <laughs> like, it was, it was like the third most popular Twitter tag trending nationally or oh. internationally oh and then God. the first two were turbo hell and supernatural <laughs> like yeah oh. and i think that's lovely that's beautifully done internet never change exactly mm. so yeah i just thought i'd remind you guys of that that's yeah um is there anything else we need to say yeah that certainly was something that happened mm. so we have covered good omens before uh it was one of our earliest topics I, I'm sure the fandom has grown massively since then. Yeah. Like, it was only around two, three thousand fix, I want to say, back in the, back when we first did it. It will, and I reckon it'll be absolutely huge now. It's definitely going to be five digits. I don't know how big it is now. Yeah, it, it is just, it's just fandom bay, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know? Ooh. I wonder if it's bigger than any of the big three now. I doubt it, but it's worth having a look at. So, I reckon... I don't think it'll eclipse Naruto just yet. Uh, I, I wasn't thinking of Naruto as one of the big three. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was thinking of Super Hulok when I say the big three. <laughs> Not Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, yeah, yeah. the big three... 
big three is a title yeah. after those animes. So Naruto's a different big now. three, to be fair. It's what, Supernatural? Not, well, Supernatural. Naruto, Bleach, One Piece, One Piece. I want to say. Yeah. yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. You've also got uh, you've also got Ford, Chrysler, and General Motors. Another <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there is 117,000 in Sherlock. Okay. Which I think is probably the smallest of the three, I want to say. Okay. I might be wrong. Let's have a quick look. Well, it probably stands to reason because there's less of Sherlock. Oh, no, Doctor Who's smaller. Oh, that's quite surprising. 51,000. Well, oh, sorry, no, what am I on about? 94,000 hmm. in total. Mm. Uh, let's see how, let's see where Good Omens stands. You, uh, it won't be bigger than Supernatural. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna say, did, did you have a look at Supernatural? I'm assuming, yeah. Let, let me have a quick look. I feel like Supernatural's the biggest of the three. Yeah. Ah, Good Omens fifty-seven thousand, so still smaller than the big three. Oh, okay. Not oh. by much though. It's catching Not, up. It's anyone. catching up for sure. It's definitely up there. And to be fair, the big three have many years on. On Good Omens. Yeah. So, year for year, they're doing good. Yeah, that, that's like mm. absolutely crazy that they've got like mm -hmm. this close in this short amount of time. And now it's good that they have two, no, three canon relationships they can talk about. Yeah. Four, actually. I forgot there's humans in the first season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot about the straight humans. Mm. Yeah, who are, <laughs> were canon to the book. In fact, are the only canon pair to the book. Azeraphale and Crowley are only just heavily implied in the book. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I was impressed with Neil with Neil Gaiman writing beyond the book because none of this is in the book. The first season covered the whole book, and mm. yeah, I thought he did a good job. It's like um, when so another writer takes on the you know the universe mm -hmm. of a, another writer, it can often not work as well as they would like it to. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, Neil Gaiman did write half of Good Omens. Yeah. yeah. So, it's not entirely a new author coming in, it's more they're down half the original writer. Yeah, yeah, I see. So, yeah, if you want to see details of that, have a look at when Ian Colfer picked up and did a sixth book to The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, was that not good? It was... it was okay. Okay. It wasn't a literary tour de force that the first five books were. Mm. You know. So, Ian Colfer wrote my favourite childhood book, the Artemis Fowl series. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was a huge fan of those. So when I saw he was doing Hitchhiker's Guide, I thought, okay, yeah, I can see that working. It's a nice Hitchhiker's story, but it, it lacked that sort of, like, Adam's mm. zing, which I suppose it would. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I was expecting the same of Good Omens Season 2. Yeah. Because Pratchett was very much the whimsy half. And Neil Gaiman's very much the, the dark, edgy mythology side. At least that's what I assumed based on uh, my limited interaction with his works. Yeah. Which is just American Gods, to be honest. Um, yeah. No, he did well. Hmm. He did. Glad to see it. He did. It was fun. Mm-hmm. I liked it very much. So we're, we're going to see a whole, at least one extra couple now that we're getting into this. Because I th I think the f our first episode it was almost exclusively Crowley and Aziraphale, right? Oh no, it was there. It was called Bureaucratic Lovers. It was. It was just significantly smaller. Yeah. And I d I don't think we even touched on it when we. Were it's been so long. You'll have you'll have to go back and listen to the episode. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't. I, I know we didn't pick a a fic with that, but we did mention it. No, we we did pick some. We didn't go all the way with the fics. 
Yeah. But our format was very different back then. We did one episode just looking at everything. Then we did another episode that was just a review. And we did like one by week. It took forever. We changed the format. Mm. I personally think we're doing much better now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we'll definitely see a lot more Beelzebub and Gabriel. Oh, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm cautiously curious to see what the fandom's doing with Muriel. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because I like Muriel a lot. They are a precious snowflake, mm. and I don't want to see any harm come to them. Mm. I hope the fandom sees see, has seen them the same way. I don't want them corrupted, is where I'm going with this. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, but you know alternate universe is a big trope. That's true. I think we're going to see a lot of works that essentially mirror a... There was a TV series in the early 2000s called Black Books, right? (laughs) And it had a grumpy bloke called Bernard and an absolute angel of a friend called Manny, right? Yeah. I expect we're going to see David Tennant running the bookshop with Muriel in the Manny role. Oh, please. That's what I'm expecting to see a lot of, and I hope that's what we find. Yes. (laughs) But yes. <laughs> because Crowley has just been divorced, essentially, and is is in his full wine drinking bookshop arc. So I think that would fit quite well. Uh, I am looking forward to messy breakup Crowley. Yes. I th- we're going to see so much messy yeah. breakup Crowley. That's my prediction. Like, make it happen. Mm-hmm. I'd laugh if he did the exact opposite. He goes, right, stop feeling sorry for yourself. And he just goes... <laughs> Full girl boss in hell. <laughs> like, as a big fuck you. And he's like sending him letters up the secret train, just going, You're Oi. full of shit, look at my office. <laughs> Ooh, so, I've been reading some theories online that I wanted to talk about. Okay. There is speculation going around that Crowley wasn't always called Crowley. He wasn't. He used to be called Crowley. What if he was Lucifer? Ah, I see. We've already had the devil in this. We've had Satan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not Lucifer. Yeah. And what did we see Crowley doing at the start of season two? Making Making stars. Yeah, making stars and stuff. Making stars. Illuminating the galaxy. Ah. Maybe he is then. And Lucifer was originally the snake in some interpretations. Yeah. 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 Which would make him on par with being... Like, on par with power as Beelzebub. Yeah. So he could take over hell. If that theory is true. Mm. Yeah. And they always said he got in trouble for asking too many questions. Mm. Kind of Lucifer's whole jam. Mm. And he do be looking fine in that sculpture in the church. What? Wasn't that Gabriel? No. That that was in a graveyard, wasn't it? No, I'm making reference to um, the church commissioned a statue of Lucifer to be made. And his brother Oh, made sh- oh. Like, oh too sexy. Real so life, the- yeah. With, yeah, you know. they got someone else and they made him even sexier. Yes, I, like, oh, fuck I remember reading about that. <laughs> we'll just keep it. <laughs> yeah, that was good. The other thing that supports that theory was when they tried to do a very tiny miracle. Oh, and it blew up. And it, Yeah, and I, th- I think that might be because like one of them was Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure it's not power of friendship it could be the power of friendship which is your favorite trope i can't even pretend they're just good friends yeah they're not that's friends. no longer tr- they're yeah not, like the, the... oh they're not now are they because one chose a job <laughs> oh, over no. his fucking boyfriend he goes he gave them a fucking kiss and he's just like i forgive you no <laughs> no <laughs> 
Okay, question if for I Grace. Turn back time, okay, what are you I'll more upset about? What? Huh? Okay, you can undo one of these things, and you can only undo one. Okay. The breakup between Aziraphale and Crowley, or the marriage of Prince Sidon and Mrs. Sidon. <gasps> Not fair. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Nick understands what a fucking trial is. That, yeah, that, How I'm, dare I'm, I'm you I'm Morpheus, Morpheus a... here with two pills for you. You can only take one. How dare you. <laughs> okay, right. Removing personal feelings aside from both uh, ideas, right? Sidon, as much as I hate it, it seems happy enough with his wife. Um, however, Aziraphale and Crowley separate is they're not happy, so I'd rather those two got together. That's a solid answer. Yeah. What if personal oh. feelings were included? <laughs> oh my gosh, fuck. Fuck you. Make the fishman bang the twink. <laughs> I'm sure they can work it out somehow. <laughs> Honestly, we ever do merch, I want that on a t-shirt. Make the fi- uh, that, That's got to be out there as a shirt already, <laughs> for sure. Also, Fish I don't want me. Women fear me. <laughs> yeah. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to realise that was the other way around. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Okay. Is there anything else we want to say? No, nah, I think we've been waffling on for too long now. <laughs> uh, we should probably... Far too long. Look at the time. Oh, it's God. half past eight. That's not too bad. We've we've waffled for longer. <laughs> We're not in Belgium. Let's... <laughs> uh, nice. Okay, smash or pass. Top five demons. Go. <laughs> oh, oh. Can be from anything. Oh, if it's Obey Me, then all of them. Oh, I forgot about Obey Me. <laughs> Top five angels, smash or pass, go. <laughs> sh- Again, obey me. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we'll do an obey me episode at some point. Mm, uh, um, I actually don't know what I'd say for either of those. No, I'd, I'd have to go away and have a think. Well, yeah, okay. What if, home- had, what if we had like realistic devils and angels from like biblically accurate ones? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know enough of them. Oh, I know the. I know some angels. Would you bang a biblically accurate angel? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like, they're like, shh, 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 be not afraid. And you're just like, <laughs> okay. Hey, little mama, be not afraid. Let me whisper in your ear. <laughs> Can I take you guys in a very brief tangent? Okay. That's completely unrelated to good. Well, it's, it's slightly related to good omens. Hang in- on, didn't you say like we'd, we'd waffled on enough? You said that. <laughs> no, I said it's like Belgium. <laughs> I think Nick said we waffled on enough. Yeah, I did. I was looking for good omens, and I was instead of typing it in like an adult, I was just scrolling through the letter G. <laughs> and I spotted three fix in a little show called Grand Designs. Grand Designs? Grand Designs. With Kevin McLeod. With Kevin McLeod. I don't know what it is. Really? Oh, it's it's a British institution. You've never you've never watched Grand Designs, Grace. I I can't recognise it by the title. It's a show starring Kevin MacLeod. 
he follows people who are building their dream house. And usually it's like a really dumb idea. Or it's like a deeply pretentious thing with too much money attached to it. And yeah, like usually they end up going stupidly over budget because they're like, I'll be project manager. And they've never project managed anything in their life. Yes. Yeah. Oh god, I just saw what's left in our Discord from the last time we did an episode like this. <laughs> I fucking jump scared myself. Is it Sully? It's the pictures of human sexy Sully from Monsters <laughs> Inc. Okay. Including him sat on the bed with his ass face up. From the <laughs> Facebook group Sully Barra Yowie. <laughs> If you want to and find that image for yourself, <laughs> type in Sully Barry Yowie into Google, because that's what happened last episode. Oh, boy. But yeah, okay, this is definitely more for you, Nick, than Grace. There's a fic there called The Dream House by Karen Gooney. Okay. It is a crossover between Grand Designs and the Cthulhu Mythos. <laughs> but there are other ways to go to places, Kevin. Dreams, you know. The stuff this show is made of, right? Grand Designs is all about dreaming things into reality. <laughs> Kevin MacLeod summons the old gods. Yeah, that's exactly what this fic is. That's something else. That looks amazing. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to read that on my own time. I think I might yeah. as well if I happen to. It looks to be a proper horror. <laughs> it's also in a script format, so who knows? Maybe I'll ask them if we can do this on fanfics and chill. Oh, good grief. Okay. Best Kevin McLeod voices on. I'll rewatch. <laughs> um, but yeah, good omens. Good omens. Good omens. Okay, let, let's jump in, and not get distracted on niche British TV. Maybe we should do the niche British TV episode at some point. Yeah, where we just do anything. Yeah. Grand designs, robot wars, Gordon Ramsay Uncharted. Is also in here. That's why I said that one. Oh, well. Bloody hell. Oh, what? There's a new Goosebumps TV series. Yeah, there is. I'm learning this thanks to AO3. You're welcome. Is it any good? No. Oh, that's a shame. I don't know. I've not watched it. Okay. You know what? I have faith in R.L. Stein. He can probably put something together. Mm. Okay, one brief more tangent. While I'm, while I'm scrolling through good... 23 fix in The Good Life. <laughs> we are going to have to do a niche British TV episode. I think we probably will. Yeah. Uh, these, it, it's all, I was expecting like, um, weird crossovers, the like The Good Life crossed with Five Nights at Freddy's or something like that. But no, it's just wholesome fix about The Good Life. <laughs> <laughs> like expanding on the show. Life was wholesome. It, exactly, and that's. I'm just surprised the fix are also wholesome. What if it was like Carol Vorderman on The Weakest Link? That wouldn't be wholesome. No. She's frightening. Wait, Carol Vorderman's on The Weakest Link? No. That was Anne Robinson. Yeah. Anne Robinson. Yeah, I was it. gonna say. Yeah, she's on count. Yeah, that's she that's was. where you got that from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We we can do a count. We can definitely do a countdown episode for sure. You you kind of making me want to do the niche British show TV episode now. Uh it's always next year. 
Sorry, I'm just having a quick look. Very quick. In and out. Quick adventure. Countdown. We've... You know, there's a lot of new languages on AO3. Yeah? No, not like new languages, you know what I mean? But like, since How... like they've been slowly oh. updating. I was going to say, are you seeing Fix and Klingon now? Seeing them in hieroglyphics. Oh. Yeah, that's quite cool. It is very cool. That must take time to write. No, you've got like a picture of a... Of an owl on there. Ooh. You can type it in. There's one country file RFP. Wow. I don't think there's any fix on countdown. Or I'm fucking blind and I can't see it. Hmm. That's disappointing. Okay. Now good omens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm there already. About 62,000 fix. I make it. There are 2,000 Beelzebub and Gabriel fix. They have leapfrogged Anathema Device slash Newton Pulsifier, the original canon pair from Good Omens. <laughs> oh, wow. Who only have 1,385 fix about them. And then there's a whopping 28,000 <laughs> that are Xerophel and Crowley. Um, I've found uh, somebody's written a sonnet. A sonnet? Yes. Somebody who's okay. written a sonnet. Well, somebody has written a sonnet from the point of view of Crowley. Okay. Would you uh, Would oh. you like to hear it? Uh, go on. Yeah, okay. Go on. So this is Crowley in Love by Beat Feet. Can you post it in the chat first? Uh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, it is quite short. I was just going to read it, but uh, okay. So this is ninety nine words. This is Crowley in Love by Beat underscore Feet. Um, this is a sonnet that apparently Crowley wrote after beating Aziraphale. The lustrous stars I affix to the skies, luminescent nebulae up above, dwindle and fade beside my angel's eyes, oceans reflecting the depths of my love. Neither heaven nor hell nor certain death could endeavour to quell this love within, to taste his lips to be warmed by his breath, to feed this desire a delicious sin. A halo of gold could never outshine the radiant light within his pure heart. I am unworthy of love so divine, but heaven help who dares keep us apart. Alva Centuri would grow dim and pale beside the glow of my Aziraphale. Oh. I think that's lovely. That yeah, nice. that's... This fandom, man. Yeah. Just... <laughs> <laughs> there somebody goes and writes actual poetry. Yeah. From a demon's point of view. Mm -hmm. About the angel that he loves so much. Oh, I want them to get together. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, whoa. Is <laughs> oh. oh, it was never going to be an easy episode. Do you think? Do you think it's worse knowing now that they came close and then didn't? It's worse. It's so much worse. It's worse than say, um, when Claire. I'd rather an unspoken yeah. yes. Yeah. Unspoken yes is better than... Yeah, I think that's exactly no. it. Yeah, because when Claire had an unspoken thing, no one ever expected them to smooch on screen. Whereas, good omens, they did, and now they're broken up. Yeah. It was like I was on the edge of my seat during that scene. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yes, they've actually done it, and then, oh no. <laughs> yeah. It was just, yeah. <sighs> that's fair. I should add. Have either of you watched um, A Flag Means Death season two yet? 
No, no. not yet. Yeah, I think it's fair to say I'm probably more attached to Aziraphale and Crowley. Mm-hmm. Really? But that might just be me. Yeah. More so than Blackbeard and Steed. I'd, I guess it's been a long while since I watched anything Our Flag Means Death related. Yeah. So we... I reckon that would change if you watched it. You'd go, oh, fuck these characters, and then you'd go head over to Oh, probably. Hmm. Swayable. <laughs> I think you might be right. Right. I have here... Oh, this tag. Okay, you you I'm first. Scrolling by, and there's a tag like no beta read. We be no beta. We die like a zero crows relationship. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Too soon. Ow! <laughs> Stop it. Oh boy. So I have Ugh. Pride, Prejudice, and Demons by ne- Nessa Go Blue. Let me just mm-hmm. post that. I keep looking at fucking Sully. We need to post more fix so they're not there. <laughs> I don't understand because when I scroll down, it's not there. So what? What have you put that in? Uh, uh, fix for Oh, I thought it was going to be in the smash or pass or something. No. Oh, thank God! <laughs> the additional tags has low angst. Yeah. So Crowley wants to figure out what he did to drive Aziraphale away. Brackets. Nothing, silly boy. So he turns to his obvious source for all love advice. Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> and begins a campaign of writing love letters. Oh, God. So... <laughs> I'd like to see how these go. Well, one of the tags is also questionable seduction attempts. So... <laughs> I think we can guess. <laughs> so this is uh, this is our first messy breakup Crowley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't looking for it, but I found it. <laughs> and Muriel is helping. I think just by delivering the messages, to be honest. So I'm just I'm looking for one of these love letters. <laughs> I, I hope it. I hope Aha! It there we go. Okay, so chapter two. Aziraphale's at his desk. He's dealing with all the paperwork that comes with being Supreme Archangel. Eventually, a note is given to him. It's only one sentence in a familiar scroll. It is a truth universally acknowledged that a demon in possession of a Bentley and not much more, must be in want of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <Yep. laughs> That's what he's got right. <laughs> oh, Crowley, my sweet summer child. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I mean, it gets to the yeah, point. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is incredibly, uh, incredibly sweet. How oh, many wines God, did it take gets... him to write that? Yeah, go on, go on. No, this fit gets so much sadder. I was just skimming. Anyway. Th- I I was just skimming through because I was just looking for the letters. I encourage everyone to go read this themselves. Mm. Um, the next letter I saw was not written by Crowley. I'm just going to read it to to you. Stella, greetings, friends. B and I are having a wonderful time on our honeymoon. Oh, the it's... views of the galaxy are spectacular here. I highly recommend the planets of the AB binary system as locations for a romantic dinner. B and I wish to thank you for providing such a fine example of what might be possible for us, as well as for watching, o- as well as for watching over me while my memory fly was loose. The hot chocolate here was not as good as a- good as on Earth, so we may return for a brief visit soon. We've never been so happy, and it wouldn't have been possible without the both of you. Best wishes, Gabriel. Bzzd, B. Oh, kick him while he's down. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, horrendous. 
I mean, I mean... I don't think Gabriel knows, to be fair. Yeah, they didn't stay around to find out that there had been a messy breakup. Yeah. So Gabriel left Earth long before the messy breakup. (sighs) Yeah, they don't know. So they're just writing about how the great time on their honeymoon. (laughs) Assuming that everything is fine. Assuming that those boys are happy as well, because... uh, Why wouldn't they Obviously they got together at the end, and... I've right. always been together because right. they were an inspiration for uh, Beelzebub and Gabriel. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Curly just goes, I hate him so much. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how he's just there, like, do not burn down the shop again. Yeah. Do not burn down the shop again. <laughs> I like how Gabriel, it doesn't matter what he's there for oh, he's... he's hateable for some reason and this time it's not even really his fault yeah he's like <laughs> he's just living his best what's life what's his name the greatest revenge is living well he's the opposite of Kronk yeah yeah he, yeah, he, he is. walks yeah. around with his foot permanently embedded Whereas, in his mouth well Kronk is a villain who is ultimately very lovable yeah Gabriel is technically on the side of good <laughs> yeah but he's just such a douche. <laughs> Even when he's trying his best. Hey, Kronk is redeemed. So is Gabriel. Yeah, but he finds out that he realises that Yzma isn't the, the nicest of people and he changes. That's for true. The better. That is. Spoilers for the Emperor's New Groove, by the way. <laughs> also, I think the person who sings Santa Baby is actually the voice actress for Yzma. Ah, I can believe that. Yeah. <laughs> I looked it up one day, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> As a side note, I'm horrified that Mariah Carey is in on the joke now. Yeah, she can fuck off. She posted like, We're a... laughing at you, Mariah. She posted a you. video of herself being defrosted at the end of like November. She's oh, like, for... I'm here. <laughs> I'm free. Sake. Finally from my prison of ice. I have returned. <laughs> <laughs> all that kind of shit and you don't know no, i changed my mind it is quite funny that she did that but yeah yeah it, it take it takes a, away from the joy of it a little bit because i like to imagine her as an eldritch horror that she, and that she doesn't know mm. <laughs> the chapter four has the first proper love letter if you want me to do that one before we move on yeah go on dearest angel i've been meditating on the very pleasure which a fine pair of eyes in the face of a pretty angel can bestow. Your eyes, I mean. Oh, bugger, I'm rubbish at this. Crossed out. (laughs) You're probably thinking that a demon's imagination is very rapid. It jumps from admiration to love, from love to matrimony, in a moment. Did you see? Did you see that semicolon? I told you Jane Austen was a genius. Even Even if this book continues to perplex me. Honestly, my imagination is the opposite of rapid. I needed eight. I needed six thousand bloody scroll, crossed out, blasted years. I wonder if it would have made a difference if I'd said something sooner. Just know that if I should die, it was all in pursuit of Mister Fell. Does he have five grand a year? I haven't the foggiest, but he does have a nice bookshop and a good wine. I would have, I would have him with nothing at all. Yours, Crowley. Yeah. So he's he's copy and pasting from uh, Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> he's trying. Smooth. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, he's doing great. He's trying. Bless him. He's doing better than I would. Yeah. 
Considering most demons can't spell toast. That's a good point, actually. Well. I forgot how bad the spelling is in hell. <laughs> Your toast. T O S T E. <laughs> I mean, English is a tough Nailed language. It. That's. Yeah. I mean, English is a hard language. I don't blame her. Yeah. Technically, she's right. Don't boo her. She's <laughs> yeah. right. I wasn't booing her. <laughs> Anyone who's listening, don't bother. Okay. Right. <laughs> right, let's see what else we've got. Oh, no, hang on, it'd be tossed. Tossed. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> no, because if you have the E-I-N, the E on the end makes it the O sound. Yeah, no, she's right. <laughs> so directly hang below on. the Pride and Prejudice one, I have a fic called An Archangel and a Prince Walk Into a Bar. It's been translated into Chinese. It's by A.E. Pixie 7. Mm-hmm. And I just have to recommend it in stark contrast to what we just covered. Because the summary is, Gabriel fucks. That's it. That's the story. <laughs> Brilliant. <What? laughs> so, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I just wanted you to know that Gabriel fucks. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we, we know that now. We'd hoped so. Yeah. <laughs> you get your, no, your gender-neutral GF. <laughs> okay. Does that make it a gnuff? Oh yeah, gnuff. Yeah, gender neutral friend. Yeah, your goth gnuff. Ooh. Hello, Pepper. Okay, this could be fun. In fact, this is a very interesting snippet into um, <laughs> into a time period I don't think any of us experienced. Hmm. This is a fic called Muriel's Arrow. Okay. Uh, it's focused on Muriel. It's a Xerophile Crowley. After waiting thousands of years, Muriel is given their first mission on Earth, to make humans fall in love. Only one problem, or several, actually. Muriel isn't too good at matchmaking. And Hell, for some unknown reason, really wants to steal Cupid's bow. And the instruction manual Heaven gave is it's somewhat outdated. Uh, when Muriel shoots Crowley with Cupid's crossbow, Aziraphale is desperate to find a way to reverse it. But Crowley is acting different than everyone else who was shot by the bow. Maybe it's because he's a demon. Maybe it's because of another reason. This was written before season two finished. Oh, okay. Okay. It was out long enough for them to know about Muriel, but they didn't know about the ending. Oh, that's tragic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is what could have been. Yeah, the, the, this is the flittering moment where it's like, oh, there's a wholesome character. This is going to end in a fluffy way. Yeah, she's clearly going to be a matchmaker, a misguided matchmaker. No. And she's yeah, going to set them no. up and everything's going to be fine, right? Right? <laughs> right? I, I did a... Wrong! I did, I did a skim, and uh, yeah, by the looks of things, it's uh, exactly how you would expect Crowley to, uh, Crowley to act, having oh. been shot with Cupid's bow and arrow. Um, Mad Thirsty? Mad Thirsty. Nice. So, mad thirsty and not too subtle about it either. If only he'd done that sooner. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 100%. Okay. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. Oh, I like this. <laughs> this is very <laughs> urgent, Crowley said in all seriousness. He was leaning on the very edge of the couch close to Aziraphale. I think we should probably kiss right now. Can we? Can I kiss <laughs> you, Angel? Aziraphale's heart staggered at that. Um, Crowley grabbed his face. It isn't complicated, Angel. I promise. <laughs> it's like punching someone, but with your mouth. <laughs> I wouldn't have described. Um, I wouldn't have described giving somebody a kiss as punching someone with the uh, with the mouth. 
I'm seeing a lot of people use the the line about getting more flies with honey. Yeah. I've seen like three fix using that title already. More flies with honey than vinegar. Yeah. Mm. As a, like a Beelzebub like Gabriel thing. It's almost biblical, that. Oh, is it? Funnily enough. Ah. Well, Beelzebub probably hasn't read it. <clears throat> <laughs> I've also found a series called Fifty Shades of Bureaucracy. Yeah, Alright, let's see it. I've not actually looked in. I just thought that was a good title for, um, for Ineffable oh Bureaucracy. Mm. By Volcatural. Or Vol Control. But they've used the shortening, so. Catural. Oh, this is lovely. Um, yeah, summary. After a drunken one night stand with Beelzebub, Gabriel is convinced he's in love with the Prince of Hell. Now he's determined to figure out Beelzebub's love language and prove his love is real. Uh, is real. Hint Beelzebub's <laughs> love language is kink. Huh. All right. That that explains a lot of these tags, actually. Yeah, it does. Uh, including priest kink, uh, choking, birthday party, not quite sure that's uh, <laughs> a kink. A birthday kink. First time bottoming. Inappropriate sound of music references. <laughs> There's no such thing. All sound of music references are appropriate at any given time. No, they're not. Oh boy. Okay. And what? What's what's Grace posted? Oh god, Grace, what have you posted? That's an excellent question. What Any time Grace on. posts something without saying anything, it usually fills me with dread the moment I click. <laughs> what? It's really fluffy. Oh okay. Oh that's fine. Crowley roll. It's called Crowley roll. Dancer in the rain. Summary: In the late eighties, yes. Crowley drunkenly vents about his love for Aziraphale, yet to yet another musician with lots of unforeseen consequences. <laughs> Rick Astley is in this fic. <laughs> yeah, he is, because he's gonna. He goes, look, I want to tell him how I'm feeling. I want to make him understand that I'm never ever gonna. Rick, are you listening? <laughs> and he's just furiously yeah, taking notes. I'm just working on a new song. Where, yeah, where was I again? You were talking about never going to do something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm never going to do Rick. Give him up. I'm never going to give up Aziraphale, the angel. The angel never. <laughs> never going to give you up. <laughs> and then it cuts to 2007, and Crowley's just shaking his fist at a computer screen. <laughs> Damn, Damn you, Rick. <laughs> and not even the most famous example, or the one with the most results, Freddie Mercury being at the top of that list. Oh, I... <laughs> a demonic grin spread on his face as a wonderfully devilish idea popped, on, uh, popped up in his head. He quickly opened a web browser. Thin, deft fingers flew over the keys as he logged into his 4chan oh, account. Oh, shit. He's going to <laughs> rickroll somebody. Crowley has invented the rickroll. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> And in the notes, yes, I did look up the origin of the Rickroll on Wikipedia just to write this. So they've <laughs> done their research. So this fic is accurate. <laughs> yeah, it is. I wonder if we can get in touch with Rick Astley and being like, yeah, you know, never going to give you up. What was the writing process behind it? <laughs> I, just, I just listened to this fucking tall, willowy... Uh, mm. drunk guy with dark glasses on <laughs> in a bar. Ginger. <laughs> This absolute piss-head ginger was spouting to me about his boyfriend. <laughs> oh, boy. Right. Right, I want some crack. Yeah, I'm I'm adding my go-to filter when we 
dive in. Uh, only crossovers, just to see what comes up. Oh, okay. I want to see what Beelzebub and Gabriel get up to. Uh, yeah, we're going to go with Crack Treated Seriously. Mm-hmm. Annoyingly, it's mostly crossovers with Good Omens of the Book and Good Omens the TV series. Hmm. I hate it when AO3 does it like that. Yeah, it is a shame. Because that, that shouldn't count as a crossover. I realise that would be super complicated to do on their end, but... Hmm. Yeah. Okay, this could be interesting. Okay, this looks very cute. It's called Mr. Lonely Hearts by Copper Beach. Two E's. Gabriel's in a difficult fix, and only Aziraphale can help him. At least that's Gabriel's theory. I have a little problem that I thought, considering you, you probably know more intimately about demons. And, yeah. He's going to Aziraphale for love advice. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's grand badly. Yeah. And if they kiss you, just say, I forgive you. <laughs> that's terrible advice. I'm not bitter. <laughs> Uh, I like this. If AZ Fells had been the kind of shop that has a concealed bell under the counter to some of the constabulary, Aziraphale's finger would have been mm-hmm. on it. <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? He's not here for giving love advice to Gabriel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. it, it does seem very cute. Like, it, it's just... Um, I've looked at like the first, uh, like the first half of it, and it just seems to be mostly Gabriel gushing about Beelzebub. Almost exclusively, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm just trying to get to the what kind of advice Aziraphale gives because <laughs> that's gonna be something. Hmm. Oh, no, actually, no, solid advice. What you want is some compassionate, open-ended time, like a little shared activity. It isn't too purposeful. It'll let a mind wander. Yeah. Possibly just going out feeding birds, by the looks of it. Hmm. Oh, take her for ice cream. Solid advice. Most of his advice is food related. Yep, <laughs> that, that adds up. That adds up, yep. <laughs> Aww. Okay, what else we got? Um, I'm just going to share this, because this may be interesting. Okay. Uh, okay, so this is uh, Travel Suites by Obsessive Escapism. Um, okay. The summary is, if Crowley can feel a colour change in the Bentley, what else can he feel? Oh. oh, oh, oh! So <laughs> wait, I yeah, I kind of want to. Um... Every shift of the gear stick. <laughs> oh God! Oh yeah, no, that's that's the fic. That is the fic. I see. Yeah, I just I just skim read it and uh, that, that yeah, that is the, that is the fic. He's also feeling everything that the travel suites feel. Ah uh, yeah, yeah, I just got that. Yep. <laughs> Aziraphale is eating a travel suite in more ways than one. And Crowley can feel through the travel suite because yeah. it's part of the Bentley. Th- this is it, yes. Oh dear. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it seems to be very well written. But yeah, mm. there we oh, go. Oh, it looks it. Oh, oh boy. You know, okay, one thing has struck me looking at the Good Omens fandom, and specifically looking at the crossovers. This might be the first fandom I've looked at that is entirely immune to the predatory virus that I'm going to call BTS. Okay. I think you're wrong. Likewise, My Hero Academia. I'm not seeing any of them yet. I bet they're there. They're I'm sure they're out there, there, but they're in a much... Like, <laughs> I don't know. This fandom seems resilient against them. I- I've not seen any. Mm. 
Oh shit, hold on. You know how you got the fandoms drop down that shows you the top ten? Yeah. Okay. So my filters currently it is um Gabriel Beelzebub and I'm looking at crossovers only because I wanted to see what where else they're getting up to. Mm-hmm. We've got a fair bit from Lucifer. Yeah. We've got Supernatural. Yeah. We've got three from the Christian Bible. <laughs> yeah. And then two from the Emperor's New Groove. Let's have a look oh. <laughs> to see what they get up to in the Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> Aren't you glad you, I made you watch that? I kind of am. It was a good film. Yeah, it is a good film. Good. And it was short. So, first one is this one. Uh, this is called Demon Llama or The Ineffable New Groove. Oh, boy. <laughs> by Charlotte Madsen and Edna V. It's Xerophil Crowley, Beelzebub Gabriel, written in 2000, so shipping bureaucracy before it was cool. Good Urban's recast with Emperor's New Groove characters. Yep. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm assuming this means Crowley is uh, Cusco. Oh, I hope so. Cusco? Yeah. What's the Emperor's name? Is that. Is yeah, Emperor yeah. Cusco, yeah. Cusco. 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 It's always called in the. And oh. Pachirafel. <laughs> wonderful yeah (laughs) Cruzco Anthony J Cruzco oh that's interesting it mentions that Cruzco is a star architect as in responsible for making stars I don't remember that being in the book was it in the show well it was in Crowley Crowley was making stars and shit yeah in season one uh, he mentioned it in season one, but he did it in season two. Okay, cool. Okay, that's fine. I was thinking that's a that's remarkable foresight to mention this. Yeah. Before it shows up in um, in season two, but yeah, this this is just a retelling of the Emperor's New Groove with uh, Crow- and yeah, I I can see it. I, I can see Crowley becoming a llama. <laughs> right, the second one. It's called Come Closer, I'm Changed by Insufficient Fishies. Just posting that now. Okay, what is this? I think it's just Crowley involved in the plot of the Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, I think it is just he is the llama. Possibly. No. Because Ezra's also in this. I've I've forgotten who's who in the Emperor's New Groove. I don't know. It's funny that there's two after we mentioned that <laughs> Gabriel is... Actually, ooh. Is that remake? Does it have Gabriel as Kronk? That's something I need to check. Oh, uh, yeah, that would work. I don't see any scenes with Kronk. I mean, Yuzma has a lot of Zeds, which makes me think Beelzebub. Yes, it's Gronk in this. Yes. <laughs> Someone else sees this. We didn't plan that. Brilliant. <laughs> Perfect. That, yeah, I'm, that could be interesting. I'm glad it wasn't just me. <laughs> okay, I'm right. I'm gonna go back to main good omens. Okay. Um. So here's an ongoing one. Uh, okay. If the thing is to be believed, this is uh, chapter two of eight. Uh, ch- chapters two have been done. Uh, sixteen left to do. Uh, this is called Saving Some Souls by It's underscore Truly underscore Ineffable. Okay. And uh, this is recent, so there is chance it'll uh, be this is Yeah, this is recent, so uh, the summary is basically Xerophil oh <laughs> becomes a roadman. I don't know. Oh, no. What? 
the characters are Aziraphel, original characters, and that one North, North Face, face jacket. jacket. <laughs> oh my god. Aziraphel, no. <laughs> no, Don't become no. a roadman. Stop selling angel dust on the street. <laughs> I know the divorce was rough, but <laughs> becoming a roadman. Um, yeah, it's an AU, it's a high school AU, uh, ish, apparently. Aziraphale is not having a good time. No beta, we die like Ang- Agnes Nutter. Which oh. I quite like. Oh my god. <laughs> Fair. Burnt at the stake. Mm. So, yeah, there it is. Um, I was just fucking astounded at the premise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who, who would make that connection? He needs to stop some people falling into sin. Ha- He's infiltrating a high school. Ah. Is he, is he trying to teach uh, the people who are going to grow up to be roadmen to be he more, is... <laughs> more well-rounded he's trans- human beings? He's transformed into a 16-year-old boy so he can blend in at a high school. Fucking <laughs> hell. And that's why he's become a roadman. <laughs> oh, boy. I can't imagine... Alright, so I thought this was an AU where he was a roadman. Now I know he's pretending <laughs> to be one. I can only see this going terribly wrong. Yeah. How do you What's do, up, fellow roadman? fellow gangsters? <laughs> you know? Hello, fellow kids. He's going by Ezra Fell. Oh. And oh Ezra. Ezra Fell. Um, I'm just trying to find him. No, he he doesn't go well. I, are you going to speak, mate, or are you mute or something? No, I speak perfectly well, says Ezra. <laughs> Ryan, oh, across the table, choked him. back a laugh. Is something funny, Ryan? Nah, it's not. You're just proper posh fam. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want, Cro- want Crowley to show up and be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I'd... Crowley they... probably would do a better job with... Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I want Crowley to show up and be just like fluent mm-hmm. in in Roadman. Roadman. Yeah. I mean, yeah. demons definitely know how to speak Roadman for yeah. sure. They're streetwise, not intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna keep an eye on this. This could be something we read, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's got potential. Oh boy. <laughs> Grace, you posted something too. Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh God. I am. Um, it's getting late now. Oh yeah, we'll. Oh god, yeah, it's half nine. We'll wrap up soon. So I found a fluff and crack coffee shop one. Lurking, Lurking in the in love, love seat. seat. By Struggle Quill, and the summary is what I like mainly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like it'll hit you is what I mean. When Nina bought a new love seat for her coffee shop, she hadn't expected the neighbour's queer cryptid <laughs> to stake a claim on it and throw social norms out the window just to piss her off. I love that term. I love that. I actually prefer that more than ineffable hubson. Hubsons? I prefer queer cryptids queer to cryptids. ineffable husbands. <laughs> that's that's a, what they are. It's very eldritch horror Local living near queer them. Cryptids. Like, they trapped them in a Jane Austen situation yeah. where they physically couldn't say anything <laughs> modern. Like, the the woman working some as Slenderman a prostitute shit. Just, couldn't, just couldn't tell people she was a prostitute. She was just like, I... I don't know why I'm having trouble saying this. I sew when a gentleman <laughs> needs his button sewn on. I sew his button <laughs> Shit like that, and it's like, why are they making us dance? What's going on? <laughs> you know, yeah. it is 
fucking cryptid shit. Yeah. Okay, this this is my petition to the fandom. Please rebrand local queer cryptids. Better name than ineffable husbands. Ineffable bureaucracy can stay. That's a solid name. Yeah. But local queer cryptids. That... I kind of want that as a whole spin-off, to be honest. Like, let's go see what Slenderman's doing as well. <laughs> That's uh. oh, yeah. That the, the, this this looks fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll see what else we got. We'll start to power down, but we're only at an hour and a half, so we may as well keep going for a little bit. Unless you want me to like put a stop to this now. <laughs> <laughs> I am lagging, lagging. Oh. Um. Crotch punching distance. Wednesday evening at La Susina del Stella. Oh, another one by Struggle Quill. Oh. As Zerophon and Crowley make the best of an evening of a disappointing Italian food while coming to terms with their roles in creating the Furby trend of 1998. Oh, no. That's it. The original yeah. NFT. Mate. Mate, <laughs> like I'm not like this is like a food fetish and eating kink fic, but the fact that I just saw f they created the Furby trend yeah. is what I've got my main. I know, <laughs> like, right? Oh my god! You know, I reckon Aziraphale had more to do with that than Crowley. Yeah, but if I had to guess, it is evil. It is evil, mm. but um. I feel like the Furby started with the best intentions. <laughs> I was going through... I don't know if this is true, but I was... Right, listen to this. Quote. I was go, I was looking through the paper this morning, and I believe it said there was going to be a Furby movie in 2025, as Zerifal quips happily as he watches the demon with the wine swirl around their shared <laughs> glass. Unsurprisingly, Crowley's expression shifts quickly to something between shock and disgust, and the angel reaches for the glass before has a chance to sit down. I'm sorry, I thought you said there was going to be a Furby movie. All right, is there going to be a Furby movie? Is, is the first thing I need to know. Okay, I'll, let me look that Because if I'm finding up. out... Yeah, you do it, it you're It wouldn't quick. surprise me. I hope not. No, because... So what happened this year is a lot of people were very excited about the Barbie movie. Okay. And right. a lot of execs at Mattel took the wrong lesson from that. Oh... Because the Barbie movie, it was very much kind of a... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's it was like a... It's a self-aware um, exploration of what it means to be a woman and sort of modern-day social issues. Fantastic film. The execs saw, yes, films about toys make money. We want more. Oh. So it would not surprise me if Furby is up next. Are they are they Mattel or Hasbro? I don't know. Mattel. Oh, they Mattel. Oh, 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 Furbies. Yeah, Furbies. I don't know. Uh, it's I can't find anything. <laughs> Certainly not. I thought you'd be proud of it. The Furby was your creation, wasn't it? As to a zero. Yeah, but I never meant for it to be a serious thing. Crowley continues. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. It was a bad doodle on the back of a pub napkin. <laughs> Oh, they both came up with it. Azurifal thinks they're cute. They were never meant to be cute. <laughs> so, everything I said is true. Nothing's been confirmed yet. In terms of what's next. Right. But 
But Mattel are going, aha, films about toys. That's the new Marvel. We're going to print I mean, money. What, what have they planned? No, they've just said that's the plan, but nothing's been announced yet. Okay. But, I mean, if we look at what uh, IPs Mattel has, it's, it's probably going to be Furbies, right? It's going to be terrible either way. There's probably going to be more Barbie films in the works. Um, Fireman Sam. Fireman Sam movie. Yeah. In the style of Fast and Furious, especially if it crosses over with Bob the Builder. <laughs> really dark, gritty, like, background. Oh, God. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mattel execs, I know you're listening, because I know we're your favorite show. A grim and gritty Fireman Sam reboot is exactly what the Doctor ordered. Yes, please. Oh Do it in God. the style of Fast and Furious, but they all drive fire engines. And it's crossover. and it's Vin Diesel. <laughs> and quick then there's a crossover yeah. with Postman Pat. Ooh, I don't know if they have Postman, Postman Pat. Oh, I thought they were the same they've people got Bob just the Builder. showed up on the Oh do they? Uh, they've got Thomas <gasps> and Friends. No, that's how that's how you remake backdrop, mm. right? Bob the Builder is a fucking cowboy and he's yeah. putting up houses for the government with shit cladding. <laughs> <laughs> Bob the Builder like throwing a match away, like <laughs> Bob the Builder versus Fireman Sam. One's a shoddy contractor, <laughs> the other one's just a man trying to make a living, trying to stay alive while doing his job and save people. But that's when the true villain steps in, because I'm now going to mention another brand that Mattel owns. Okay. Okay. Pingu. Oh. <laughs> Newt. Newt. <laughs> Oh, the business. Group. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one who's been paying off Bob the Builder. <laughs> your your fat penguins and your raising house guy. prices by making all new builds terrible. <laughs> I'm onto you, Pingu. We could do that, or they could make a gritty reboot of Pingu, but it's all about global warming. Oh no! No, too sad. Yeah, too sad. Right, let's get back to good omens. That's, <laughs> we've we've we tangented too far. Oh, we are tangenting too close to the sun. But Mattel, call I just, me. I just imagined a gritty fight between a po the glacier mint polar bear and Pingu for that one scrap of ice. All with the Attack on Titan theme playing in the background. <laughs> okay, let's let's see what else we've got here before we wrap up. I have something to share with you two. Oh dear. Okay. <laughs> Right, it's coming across I now. I don't like the little chuckle afterwards. <laughs> Better not be Pingu related. It isn't. Good. Babe, I'm sorry. By Monty Nirvana. Uh, the summary is the Shrek Crocs stay on. Oh no! <laughs> when Crowley tries to get Aziraphale to come back from heaven. Uh, so, bit of background <laughs> on this, uh, if I can just read the notes. Yep. Um, in 2019, the author wrote a fan fiction about Crowley getting fucked in Minion Crocs trademark. Okay. And now I have returned in 2023 to write about Crowley wearing Sh Shrek Crocs, trademark, or Shrocks, trademark, <laughs> to get Aziraphale to come back from heaven. Crowley is going to turn up pissed, uh, like, angry as fuck, wearing Shrek Crocs <laughs> in heaven. Additionally, Crocs. Mr. Michael Sheen, please do not read this. <laughs> or, or do, but never speak to anyone about it. 
or do speak to people about it. At this point, the author has written two separate fan fictions to do with Crocs and honestly doesn't know what they're doing at this point. You're creating art. That's what's happening. <laughs> it's fucking art. <laughs> oh, oh, that's interesting. Okay, I'm just going to read this chunk. That's three months. That's how long it's been since Aziraphale's gone off to heaven. Yep. Or super heaven, as Crowley privately called it. <gasps> referencing <laughs> referencing one yes. of his greatest accomplishments. He had Crowley. had quite a bit of hand in developing time. Crowley did turbo Oh hell. my god! <laughs> <laughs> you magnificent bastard. This fucking fandom, honestly. <laughs> Crowley did turbo hell. It's on par with the Rick it rolling. Is. It's <laughs> and the Furby. Oh, yeah. I can imagine him planning, like, right, we're going to build 15 seasons of beloved television, setting up love between a demon hunter and an angel, and <laughs> only to burn it down at the last possible minute. Mm. <laughs> Get everyone invested and just destroy it. <laughs> That's very Crowley. <laughs> I approve. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, by the looks of things, um, uh, I think mm-hmm. by the looks of things, Crowley is the one who... He's decided to combine fashion with blasphemy, <laughs> and he'd used a guy called... What a great phrase. A, a, guy, a guy who... <laughs> he's used a guy called Marvin O. Bagman to spread the good news that the second coming was soon to be upon them and that Jesus loved those who wore Shrek Crocs. <laughs> Crowley had been wearing Shrocks TM as a matter of pride. <laughs> oh, it was his personal bizarre oh, fucking hell. I'm I'm done. Yeah, I'm honestly done. <laughs> um, this is one other thing I want to mention. I noticed the tag post season two fix it. Two hundred and fifty odd works in that. Two hundred of them are good omens. <laughs> oh. oh wow uh, Penny Dreadful has five fix with post series two fix it Sherlock has two Hannibal has two Doctor Who has one the rest is good omens they're the only people upset about season two enough to write about a fix it and to tag and it, to tag it. Well. lots of shows have a season two but f- yeah. <laughs> Fuse need a fix it entire tag <laughs> I guess people are just upset. Oh, yeah, they're devastated. <laughs> I must feel bad looking in on this, being like, checking in on these people who are clearly deeply traumatised by what happened. Oh. And we're just sat at the back being like, uh, sucks to be you. Yeah, now we're going to laugh at some crack fic. <laughs> exactly. Oh. One last tag I want to check, and that's Metatron. Because I want to see how the fandom's treating Metatron right now. I can imagine... He's dying in a fire, isn't he? <laughs> Almost certainly. Let's I can, I go by imagine, date posted. <laughs> I can imagine badly. Uh, in fact, I would wager that this fandom's equivalent of Dynagonic is writing something oh, yeah. about the Metatron, which <laughs> basically just makes them suffer, like they did with Heartstopper oh, and Ben yeah. and Harry. Oh, God, yeah. Very true. <laughs> For more details, please see our second show, Fan Fanfix and, and Chill. chill. Little plug in there. Mm-hmm. Good plug. Mm. 
good uh, British plot. What? What? Okay. This doesn't have much to do with Metatron, but one of the tags stood out to me. It's a fic called Once Upon a Time. Here you go. It's by Tawny Owl 95 And the tag that stood out to me was in all caps, and it just says, They are doing, doing a, Christmas a Christmas panto. panto. And then afterwards, Crowley's Rat Army rides again. Oh, I missed that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize he had one. Metatron is a right-wing politician in this. <laughs> wow. I knew the fandom hated Metatron. I didn't realize they hated him enough to make him a Tory. That feels too far. Oh, my God. Near, near the bottom, though, bicker-fucking. Which is, oh, which is ugly, oh, I like that. wonderful. What a turn of phrase. I like that. Yeah. It's like, not as intense as hate fucking, but you've had a disagreement and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, bicker fucking. Like that. And Welsh everyone. <laughs> Welsh everyone? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, this sounds delightful. Oh, he is the. Uh, Crowley is being the villain. He is being the villain in Dick Whittington. Ah. Uh. Well, try to see where Metatron fits into it. Probably a minor role. Does anyone ship Metatron with anyone? Let's have a look. I can... <laughs> yeah, I, I can probably guess that no. Uh, let's have a look. Hmm. Whoa. It's shipped with God. Wow. <laughs> which, I mean, yeah, <laughs> there's there's two Metatron slash God fix. Okay. Um... Yeah, I'm gonna leave that one. That feels a little bit too blasphemous. So, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna steer clear. Um, I mean, everyone else is fair game, but I feel like shipping God is probably a bit much. Look, I yeah, I know that in reality we would be absolutely fucking terrified, but uh, <laughs> like I what? I just have this picture. I've just have this picture in my head now of the Westboro Baptist Church getting hold of this podcast. <laughs> Luckily, oh they've God. disbanded. Oh, good. Well, that's okay. Well, well, they are somebody else. Some they are substantial. I'm not sure if they disbanded. They're substantially weaker than they were in the 2000s. Well, like their their main uh, their main pastor died. That well, that's La uh, last I heard. That is a good thing. But like, just some right wing Christian organization pointing to us as the reason why there hasn't been a second coming yet. He's godless you know what? idiots. Sure, <laughs> I'm I'm up for that. I'm happy to be holding back the second coming. These godless idiots in Britain. If it means the world keeps spinning a little longer, good. Yep, hundred percent. Okay, last fic from me, I think, because yeah, we are getting a little bit late. This is a fic called "I Found Love in the Strangest Place" by Ketkaton Ao3. I'm mostly here for the tags. Okay. This shit, this this fake has a lot of people shipped. It's got Dagon and Michael. It's got Quartermaster Angel with Sandalphon, Beelzebub Gabriel, Aziraphale Crowley, Metatron slash Death, which is how I found it. Eric the Disposable Demon and Ballerina Angel. Okay. Tags. Wait, which one was Sandalphon? That was the scary one, right? Who's the old Femboy man? Sandalphon is one tag. I see. Yassified Metatron. <laughs> Really? And Yassified Death. Yassified Death as well. Now, Death is one of my favourite characters from Terry Pratchett's Discworld, and it's the same Death in Good Omens. Hmm. He's already Yassified. What? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a matter of opinion. I, I disagree. 
<laughs> Respectfully, Terry Pratchett's death is not yassified. I know, I know. Respectfully but strongly disagree. He can only talk in all caps. Like, he's the least yassified person. <laughs> he's his own brand. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's iconic. If Goth... If goth was yassified, <laughs> he's peak. He's like the opposite of... He's he's gothified. Mm. He's peak goth. Which he's a grim reaper for I really so think should be a death. thing. Like, yassified, but for becoming more goth. Mm. <laughs> there needs like, to be a if, term for it. Yeah. Gothification. There we go. That, that should, next time Wednesday rolls around, that needs to catch on. Gothification. Gothification. It's a... A lot of people went goth after Good. they came out. <laughs> Goths are an endangered species. We need to, They need as much help as they can get. They need therapy more than anything. No, they that's don't. The, that's how they start. <laughs> they need They need support. Support that your local therapy. goths. For just £5 a month. No. You too can buy a trench coat for an edgy teen, keeping them warm no. this winter. No, and big stompy boots. Oh, it's... it's... It's funny you should say Leather that. Leather does not keep oh, you warm fine. in the winter. You can like, put a goth in a woolly jumper. A few months ago, I was in a milkshake place in town with Sophie, okay. and I saw a bunch of scene kids, and it made me so oh, happy. Oh, nice. <laughs> they, they were, like, younger than me, like, a, a lot younger than me. You and scene is returning. Yeah, and, yeah and, and there oh. were a bunch of scene kids, and I was, like, so happy. I was like, yeah, I, I used all to right, know all people right, like right, that. Right, 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 right. So you, you two are happy that the scene kids that are probably called E-kids or E-girls or whatever the fuck it is these mm-hmm. days, because they're not goths anymore. They're not emos, right? The trend is different, but the looks are similar. I just think scene hair looks neat. Yeah. yeah. Well, good, good. But I just want you to know that like, the sentiment is not shared because I have known a goth slash emo for most of my life and then the most annoying person on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Knowing them is very different. <laughs> I just think it looks very neat. Very different. Yeah, but this, this is the thing. I, I think sharks are neat. I think alligators are neat. I wouldn't particularly want to be up close to one. Oh, sharks are himbos. Well, yeah, I know you can just sort of like give them a playful punch on the nose and they'll leave you alone, but mm. still. Doesn't work with all sharks. <laughs> and it doesn't work most with sharks, scene kids. Most sharks will come back and bite you. <laughs> well, maybe you shouldn't punch them then. As will scene kids, but they're more infectious. <laughs> Wait, they're infectious? Who knows what kind of bacteria they got in their brains? Oh, I see. I was hoping, like, they bite you and you get, like, the bright hair. Like, you wake up in the morning and it's like, like you just want to listen to my chemical no. romance. You just get sepsis. Oh. <laughs> that's that's a shame. It's not like being uh, bitten by a brightly coloured vampire. That's a shame. No. It's like being bi- bit by a badger. <laughs> Black with white streaks. Rabies. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I, th- I think that's it for today. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap up. What have we learned today, everyone? <laughs> Emos are frightening. Emos are frightening. Um, you know what? I just need to test something quickly. I like because I realized I saw no BTS. Well, yeah, that would be unusual. I I didn't see any, not one. So I'm actually going to actively search for BTS Good Omens. There will be some out there. There's surely. four. 
four. four. Four. That's it's some. There. I feel like I'm being haunted now because one of them also has Emperor's New Groove. Oh. What? <laughs> yeah, it's weird that it keeps coming up. Is this a sign that we're due an Emperor's New Groove episode? I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to see. Either that or we do like a, a bumper uh, Golden Age of Animation special. 2000s Disney. Uh, yeah. Let me sleep. D- Disney and DreamWorks. Before before we get off that, that fic is called yourmum.com. <laughs> Spelt you are mum. Yourmum.com. Fucking hell. It's got Danny DeVito in it too. <laughs> Right, I'm off. Been, okay, yeah, hold on, good, hold lads. on. Unless, Grace, do you want to go to bed? Me and Nick can do the wrap-up. I do actually want to go to bed. I am dying. Okay, Grace, say goodbye. Me and Nick will do the rest of the wrap-up. Sorry, Nick, you're not getting out of this. That's fine. Bye. Okay, good night, Grace. Good night, good night, Grace. To be fair to Grace, she has been working round the clock because her work at Evil. Um, yeah, don't hold that against her. It's not the Good Omens fandom. It's just life yeah we do appreciate what she does for us exactly yeah so nick what have you learned about good omens aside from them being fucking resilient to the bangtan boys <laughs> i mean four is still some it's like that's um, true like a dam breaching i suppose it starts with a little trickle and then before you know it all the walls caved in and the valley yeah. below is flooded but there's only 20 crossovers of good omens and my hero academia too okay which is the other like big you see them everywhere. Yeah, so again, there's still time. That's that's doing good. I, I, I suppose it helps if you... Um, what you've got to do is like maybe make your media the exact opposite of those two things. Yeah, but that's never stopped My Hero Academia before. Yeah, this is true. I'm sure we found them in the Chernobyl fandom too. I'd have to go back and look, but probably. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, so there's only one that's it's at where it's just those two. The others are just like big fandoms where it's like every, a kitchen sink fic, as I've been calling them. Oh yeah, where everything's tagged. Yeah. Okay. But one's called Angelic Hero Work by SGA Lover. Hmm. Aziraphale was thrilled when he was thrilled when heroes started popping up everywhere, and in a world of quirks, it's so much easier to blend in. Mr. Miracle, the angel-turned-occasional hero, gets a job at UA. That all falls apart when a certain someone is caught on camera with him. Oh well, it was nice while it lasted. Ah, I see. So, he's he's blending in, pretending to be, Oh, I've just got angel-themed superpowers, I'm not a real angel. <laughs> and then he gets seen with, with a, de- a demon. Yeah, fair enough. That's very cute. I'm going to put my tablet down now so I don't get distracted. <laughs> and we don't end up doing a whole episode without Chris. <laughs> it it is this is the thing about it's um, hard. F- yeah, f- fandoms like Good Omens, you get drawn in. There's, there's yeah. like you you look for something, and then before you know it, it's three o'clock in the morning. You've been at it five hours, mm-hmm. and you realise you've got to be up in uh, up for work in morning. But and yeah. we probably could do this all night if we had the time, which One. we don't. <laughs> Yeah, 100%. I literally have to uh, go to bed soon because I'm back at work in the morning. Same. Um, what was I going to say? Maybe that should be our equivalent of Desert Bus. Like, we do our 24-hour charity stream of, like, just us going through the Good Opens fandom. Just being like, ah, this is witty, and just doing, like, a super long episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, su- I suppose we could do.
Or, but that's an idea for another time. Yeah, do it live where people can watch a live stream and write in and exactly watch us do funny and dances and stuff. Just fill Grace with uh, Monster or Relentless. Yeah, whatever her preferred brand is these days. Mm. But yeah, this was great. Glad to see it still thriving. We'll definitely do this again, probably for season three, because I assume a season three is coming, and if it doesn't, it's going to be trouble. Yep, the fandom will riot. Amazon, we're watching you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, thank you for listening, if you made it this far. Mm. Uh, Best way to support us, tell your friends, and yeah, spread the word. Yep, spread the good word. Or, you know, just get in touch. It's always nice to hear from people. It is. And join us again in two weeks when we're going to be picking out some more favourites from Good Omens and giving them a proper look. Okay. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night.